Hello and welcome to episode 124 of the In Squash podcast. And today I'm really, really happy to have on Camille uh, Serm. I've uh, been looking forward to this one for quite a while. We actually spoke back in the 2018 Super Series final that was held in Dubai. Uh, I had the opportunity to speak with her along with a few of the other players. And that's uh, back in one of the earlier uh, episodes. You can listen to that one. But this one is just with Camille. And uh, we really have a, a very nice chat. Uh, she's just come off. Uh, she had just come off at the time of uh, this conversation, winning her 11th French national title. And, uh, you know, 11, that's, that's absolutely amazing. She wants to continue going on for a few more years as well. So, uh, but this one was uh, special because uh, Lucas also won. Her brother, Lucas Serum, uh, also won his second, but they won on the same weekend for the first time. So uh, we talked about what that meant to her and what that meant to the family. Uh, but 2019, 2020 has been an incredible year for, for Camille. Um, not only with the French national title, but with the European team championships and, of course, uh, winning the tournament of champions there a few months ago. And we talk about what, it's, uh, what she's put into uh, this year in the lead-up and uh, what, it, uh, what it means to her to be having such a good year. She's back to uh, number three in the world. Um, I believe she's reached number two in the world back in 2017, so she's only... Uh, She's not far off the mark of her best ever uh, show, uh, best ever ranking, and of course, uh, obviously, it goes without saying she wants to get to world number one. So we talk a lot about uh, all of that, and uh, also some interesting stuff about uh, one of her nemesis. I, I guess it, they've had some really good uh, battles over the last little while. Uh, they've split. I'd say they've split their their meetings with uh, Nor uh, Noran Gohar and what it's like to play her and how uh, difficult it is to play when uh, when she's uh, playing at uh, the intensity that she plays at Norhan. I'm speaking of. So enjoy this one, episode 124 with Camille Serum. Of course, congratulate you on your your tenth uh, French national title. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, so and this I guess this one might mean. Uh, a fair bit more to you obviously tens a an impressive number a big uh, number but also uh, with your brother winning his i think maybe his first uh, national title on the same weekend so uh, how did that, yeah, uh, that was how did that make you feel special. yeah um so actually that was my 11th and his second his <laughs> 11th and i was one off on both oh, yeah okay <laughs> yeah. um but it, ever, it's just uh, because I guess that would have been the second time you've both won it on the, at the same time. Actually, first time, because okay. when he won his, his first one, uh, I wasn't there. I was injured. Oh, so, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the first time that we win together in the same time. So, uh, that, I mean, your, your parents must have been uh, uh, proud of that. <laughs> An incredible... Yeah, they yeah, we were just talking about it this uh, today because we had lunch together, and yeah, they were super happy, especially I think for my brother because, um, as as he said uh, after his match, like he said something like, "Oh yeah, usually it's Camille bringing medals at, back home, <laughs> yeah. um, so this time at least it's together." And you know, like you could feel that he was really happy about it. So we were, yeah, really happy for him. 
That's great. I, I spoke to him. You probably, I, I don't know if you know this, but we, I had uh, Lucas yes. on, on my podcast uh, about six mm-hmm. months or so ago and uh, really enjoyed talking to him. And uh, he's one of these oh, guys. Cool. He's very, very talented uh, player. But it's, it's just, yeah. uh, you know, like you, I mean, you know really well just how uh, difficult it is to get to uh, a certain level mm-hmm. in the game. Uh, he's stuck yeah. at that. I think he's kind of stuck in there where he, he can really take off, but he just needs to be uh, patient, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, um, now of course, uh, uh, like I mentioned, 2020 has been a, a great year for you so far. Obviously, the, the big uh, Tournament of Champions uh, uh, victory mm-hmm. uh, was incredible. So that, that dust is – we were going to speak a little while ago, so I have to – uh, kind of reword this because <laughs> but uh, the dust has settled now obviously since uh, since that so you've had several yeah. um i mean uh so how how does it feel now to know that you've uh, you've won that event such a, a prestigious uh, event uh in in all the mo- one of the most prestigious events in all of squash mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's amazing like um still this week some people like I've seen at the you know at the nationals that I haven't seen before who are still congratulate me and um, um, I could, you could you could see how happy uh, people were as well for me but even like for French squash and for women squash as well like there's a lot of different reasons but um, yeah it's amazing to see it's not only for yourself you know it's for all the people behind you and there's a lot more than what you think of <laughs> yeah, yeah, when uh, you play. <laughs> yeah, it's seen, I mean, uh, you, you post quite a bit of uh, stuff on training and you really give a lot of, uh, you know, you really uh, say and, and give a lot of props to your team. Uh, so, I mean, mm-hmm. you have a very special team, don't you? you you've got a, a, yeah. not, on, not only coaches, but the, all the players mm-hmm. that you play with. It's similar, I guess, yeah. I guess the French... Uh, French squash in general is quite a close knit uh, group, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is, and uh, as you say, even like um, all the the players when when they're still on on the tournament, like on site, they will come and watch and support me. But also, I know from home, like the younger ones that I train with, they'll watch my matches, and it means a lot because. I mean, of course, it's like, you know, with the jet lag, they could be sleeping. They, they have to think <laughs> about their training the next day, too. But they still, like, I, I, I was going to say they, they make the effort, but I'm not sure it's even an effort. Like, they, they want to watch, and that's, um, that's very special to me, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, speaking to uh, Matthew uh, Castanier just recently, and he was saying mm-hmm. um, just how incredible the, 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 the main training center, I guess, is in uh, Auxonne Provence there. Where most of the yeah for the him French... it's, it is there yeah yeah but uh, for me it's in Paris it's in Paris okay so you don't spend much time down there or or any time at all down there I guess no not at all I um yeah there's two like French uh, French camp okay. one in Aix en Provence and one in Paris um most of the men like the in the national team they train there and uh, actually the women train in Paris I'm training with Melissa and Nora. Okay. Corinne is living in England now, but and I I do train with the younger guys as well. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, just one sec. My uh, I'm going to turn on my no uh, the battery on my computer before it dies. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
There we go. We don't want any other uh, technical uh, issues. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I was just going to say, um, uh, now with the tournament and the champions wins, uh, I mean, you had the big win, but it wasn't as, uh, as straightforward. Uh, I mean, you got the title, but from, from the first round on, you had uh, yeah. some really, really tough matches. So I was going to ask mm -hmm. you, does it, uh, for you, is that, a good thing to have these tough matches throughout the event? I mean, we all know uh, your fitness is usually never a problem, or is it something mm -hmm. that, that uh, you know, you might wonder why, why am I having uh, these troubles uh, early in the tournament? Or does it provide you with, uh, does it get you stuck into difficult matches more easily? Well, um, it's funny because I noticed um, in the tournament, quite often the tournaments that I won, I've been struggling from the start and I've noticed it from other players too. I remember Ranim winning all her matches 3-2 uh, last year at the DPD Open. Okay. And it's funny because it's like, it's not, it's not about that we, I think physically, as you said, we are fit enough to, um, to play all, all these matches, but it's more mentally that you have to reset and in a way, you're kind of ready and aware of uh, being beatable by anyone, you know? Yeah. And so you don't take anything for granted. Just, yeah. Oh, no, not at all. And yeah, it just makes you ready for another battle the next day. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's, and in a way, it makes it even, uh, um, how would you say, more enjoyable to win at the end because you, you you look behind and you're like oh my god <laughs> every matches were yeah. like crazy crazy hard and and i still made it so <laughs> yeah definitely yeah uh, it was an exciting event uh not only your i mean for for all the players involved it, it just uh, there were a lot of really tight close uh close matches there uh throughout the mm -hmm. event now uh, yeah um now, mm -hmm. as a result of that, you moved back up to number three in the PSA rankings this month. So I think uh, you were number two back in 2017. So you're uh, inching your way back to two. And hopefully, uh, I guess I, I would imagine one of your, your big goals remaining uh, is to get to, uh, to world number one. Would that be uh, accurate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, so how uh, how do you see that playing out? You're, I guess uh, obviously you put some some really hard work in over the summer, and it's paying uh, over the last year, and it's paying paying off. So you just uh, uh, keep it mm -hmm. keep it going that way, do you? Yeah, we um, we keep on. Um, yeah, as I say, like during summer, you build the the main. Um, fitness and then you just keep it um i don't know how you'd say in english like keep it um high yeah keep it <laughs> like high. Yeah. We, yeah we keep on working but not obviously not as hard and not as long as during summer but we keep like hard fitness sessions like twice a week and then the rest is just during the season you do that do you yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah i'm really impressed with you i mean i I'm in my fifties and I'm, I'm trying to stay relatively, uh, fit to, to stay competitive, <laughs> but, and I watch your, your gut, the ghost or the, you know, your feeding sessions, your, your movement to the front of the court and the repetitions <laughs> that, that you do. Uh, I think, geez, I, I, 
you know, I want to be able to continue to do that, but it, it's painful. It is painful. I'm on, even I'm for, even for I... you, it's painful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Well then I don't feel so bad then. Oh uh, no. Well, if it's <laughs> not, if it's not painful, then you're not pushing yourself, I guess. Right. No exactly. Pain, no pain, exactly. no gain. No gain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that, that, I mean, uh, you hear a lot, that's sort of an old school uh, approach, no pain, no gain, because uh, I guess with the pain comes injury. But uh, I think a lot of people are going back to that, that approach, you know, no, no pain, no gain. Means, yeah. uh, you know, you're, you're pushing yourself to the limits and obviously it's paid off uh, pretty well for you in, in the last couple of years. Yeah, and as you say, like, um, it's funny because we, my coach used to uh, remind me um, a, a quote from Peter Nicol. That, oh, yeah. Um, it, it was, um, his training were always harder than his matches. Yeah. And yeah. that's something that we remember every, every time we step on court, every time it's hard at training or like we do a, a tough fitness session, we do remember that quote. And we're like, yeah, but at least we're going to feel good doing a match. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it, that makes sense, doesn't it? If you push yourself to, mm. you know, as hard as you can in training, then you should, you would think, be able to overcome uh, anything that they throw yeah. at you in a match. Does it play, does it translate that way? I mean, you've had many, many uh, long, tough, difficult matches. Have you always been able to, you know, withstand the the you know, the fitness required in a tournament? Uh, yeah. Given, yeah. Most of the time I do. And, and like, just thinking about, for example, the first game with Ranim at, at this TOC, it was really hard. And after the, it was a long first game. And I remember in between, after the, like, during the break, I was, like, thinking, oh, wow, this is going to be hard. But then you think about what you've done at training, and, like, that was 10 times worse. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're probably so it, just, it, it yeah, you want to get sick then... or something uh, uh, during the training <laughs> sessions, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, um, now, I wanted to ask you, I mean, you, one of, I mean, one of the best matches in that event for me, uh, I'm, I'm a, a huge fan of yours, but I also enjoy watching uh, Noran Gohar play. And when the two of you play, it's all, all right. it's, Yes, uh, when the two of you guys play, it either goes your way or her way. And when, it, as you know, Nor Noran uh, is just a, a beast on the court when she starts crushing the ball. Yeah. So, I mean, you've had success yeah. against her, but you've also uh, had some losses uh, to her. So I was just wondering, mm -hmm. I mean, you'd be a good person to ask, what, uh, what's it like? Uh, how, how do you prepare yourself to play against someone who, I don't think there's anyone else on tour that plays like her? Yeah, for sure. She's she's the only one to hit the ball that hard for for a whole match, you know. Yeah. She never gets tired of it or almost. Like this TOC in the, the fourth game, that was the first time I actually saw her tired because she, she was playing some lobs at the end and I was like, What is going on? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. never yeah, I've never seen her like that before. So uh, it's funny because when that happened, you're like, oh, she's human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not the Terminator. Yeah, exactly. maybe not. There's like, uh, there's a trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, would that be, yeah, I guess I that you, you might, uh, you know, you might say that maybe, maybe the fact that you're, you, held, you hung in there with your fitness and kept the, 
the match yeah. going. Uh, yeah, exactly. I have to. Um, we we actually uh, do prepare that match every time we watch some videos. Even though we know how she's gonna play, I, I still have to remember um, what what I have to do on court and as you say, how to hang on. You know, it's mm. it's like um, it's like doing a boxing match. You know, you're gonna you know you're gonna get hit, and you still yeah. have to like stand and find some uh, solutions to uh, to you get remem- her. So, you remember um, uh, Mohammed Ali, right? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah. He had well, his his most famous, I think, uh, he had many famous fights, but his most famous one was mm-hmm. against uh, George Foreman, the the guy who I think they fought in Zaire in Africa, and everyone was afraid right. that he he would die because this guy was so mm-hmm. so powerful. But he did exactly what you did. He did the rope a dope, and uh, <laughs> and he uh, managed to to tire the other guy out. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You, yeah, that's the right image. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, so, so I was just want like uh, for for the amateur player out there. You always hear, you always get people uh, want asking the question. You know that guy hit you know or she hits the ball so hard, and I don't know uh, how to overcome uh, that type of player. You know, hard and accurate. What do I do? So what uh, what would your advice be mm-hmm. uh, to to players out there who 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 struggle against a hard hitting sort of accurate good good players who have that as the the main part of their uh, their mm-hmm. game and their strategy. Well, I think the well obviously you have to break break uh, the rhythm. Mm-hmm. So because most of the time these players they they like playing fast as well, like hitting hard and playing fast go together. So. Right. Okay. I try I try to break the rhythm and try to mix it up as well. Like of course if I have an, an easy ball and I want to uh like hit the kill, I'll do it. But also like you know, uh, preparing the point like with good length and stuff, I will um maybe slow it down and play, you know, like a, maybe a not it not hit it as hard as she does. Just to uh, break the rhythm, and uh, you know, just it's kind of annoying for her as well. Yeah, so yeah. So mix in a few, you know, slow it down. Mix in a few lobs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Play, play some, uh, attack the front a but, little bit. Yeah, of course. Not, not play slowly, but just mix it up. Mix it up. Um, even waiting sometimes to to hit the ball, you know, just um, hold like if you have time do some holds because they don't those these kind of players they don't like to have you know um time to wait they, mm. they they like to play fast so if you make them wait that's when they start being less uh accurate yeah so disrupt uh their tempo i guess right yeah mm-hmm yeah. Okay. Good advice for for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks, Camille. Now your uh, your next event. Uh, I'm assuming you're playing now in leagues or whatever. But your next big uh, event is the Windy City. Uh, I think. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The Windy City, Chicago. So it's going to be quite windy and probably still mm-hmm. extremely uh, extremely cold. Uh, a friend of cold. mine just got <laughs> back from there, and it uh, sub zero temperatures. Uh, but uh, it's a great city, uh, great food, great uh, yeah. nightlife. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So what, what's your mm-hmm. experience being in the Windy City over the past few years? Um, well, it's always been a city that I like, as you said, the fun city. First time I went there was with the, my husband. So, and it, it wasn't a, a main event yet. It was a smaller tournament. Mm-hmm. So I remember we we had some time to do some uh, sightseeing, like okay. cool turi- touristy stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and then the year after it became a platinum event. So no more no more husband, just focusing on the yeah, on yeah. the on the tournament. Um, and it's funny because I I've done uh, pretty well each year, like reaching the semis. Most of the time, I think two years ago, I lost to um, Sarah Jane in the quarters. But um, no, I've always done like pretty, pretty well over there. So I'm hoping one more step further. <laughs> this exactly. Year. Exactly. Well, you've built, you've, <laughs> you've got quite a bit of momentum going your way. Now you potentially, yeah, uh, yeah for sure. You're potentially playing one of the games, uh, top new young players. You don't want always... Uh, Want, you don't want to look ahead, but uh, Hanya El Hamimi, she's uh, one of yeah. the, the young uh, up-and-coming players, and there are several that are out there. But uh, obviously, you've played her, I think, five times. Of, um, what impresses you about her uh, her game? Um, Anya is, uh, I think she's quite, um, how would you say, um, she, she's good everywhere. Like, she's, she's fit, she's fast, she's... Uh, she can hit the ball hard. She can adapt the game to, to, like, to the player she plays. Um, so she's yeah, she's complete, had some you know? uh, some good wins uh, lately, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, and she's top ten in the world now, and she's she's still very young, so she she has a future for sure. That's right. Yeah. And uh, well, the women's game in general is just uh, just keeps getting stronger. I mean, you've got uh, younger players coming up, and then even at you know in the top ten, it's always changing uh, mm-hmm. up and down. And for you guys in France, uh, I'd like I just wanted to say also congrats on the European uh, Team Championship. That that yeah. that's uh, thank you. That was the one of the last events for you in 2019, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what what did it mean uh, for French squash just to 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 finally beat England and uh, for you and uh, you've got a a mix of uh, young and old uh, players on the, on the French team, a lot like the men's team. So, uh, what did it mean for you guys uh, to to win that title? Obviously, it meant quite a bit. Yeah. No, it was huge. It was huge because obviously the English team. Uh, won uh, 40 title out of uh, 30, 42 <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so and it's it's history like we we were talking about it with the girls and even in juniors i remember never beating england we always lost to england in in this in the finals so uh, and one one year we were so close we we thought we we're gonna, gonna do it and we didn't so it's been like so many years that we dreamed about that title that it yeah it was just amazing and doing doing it with these girls as well like such a uh, wonderful group like it was friends a, as well it melissa was uh, Alyssa, uh, melissa nora um colleen and, and yourself right yes. yeah mm-hmm. yeah has that uh, been the team generally for the last couple of years um 
Uh, it's been for two, I think, two years now. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, um, I was just going to say, you've got uh, 10, 11, sorry, 11 national titles. <laughs> what, what, where's the number? Where, where do you see that ending? 15, 20, <laughs> are you good? Are you 25? I don't know. <laughs> don't know? It depends how long I'm going to play. Still. <laughs> you're, what, you're in your, what, thir uh, early 30s or late 20s? Yeah, I'm 30. 30. I'm 30, yes. You're, Okay, well, I mean, potential. I mean, if you're like uh, Gregory Galche, uh, you could be, uh, <laughs> you know, 16 or 17 at least, right? Yeah, we'll see. It's just not as easy <laughs> for, for a woman if, if she wants to have a baby. <laughs> no, that, that, uh, absolutely, yeah. But you've seen, you see it, uh, Serena Williams, she had a child, came back, uh, won exactly. a few majors. Uh, Kim Kleisters, I think, did the same. Um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. yeah, that could be a challenge that I'd like. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's something the guys don't uh, probably. Yeah, we men don't really uh, think about, but yeah, it's got to be um, got to be quite a, a challenge uh, to consider, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, one for sure. Now um, you've got uh, yeah between now and the windy city, what what uh, what do you have uh, on your plate? A little bit of uh, I guess just topping up your training, a bit of you know, family stuff. Yeah, or, uh, exactly. I just got a, the, the program for the, for this week training and it's going to be a, yeah, a tough, good training. Good oh, good. Week. Tough training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I had, I had with some the, tough, uh, only guys as well. all the guys as well. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. Because the girls are out. So, so they're not home at the moment. So only guys. <laughs> So tra uh, training with, uh, is Lucas uh, there? He's in the Czech Republic, right? Or is it... No, he's actually in Paris, but in Paris. Uh, okay. we don't train the same club. So um, he's training with all the guys, stronger. Okay. <laughs> right on. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Camille, it was really, uh, it was great to have you uh, on uh, finally. And I just want to say, um, I actually I did, meet you very briefly i don't know if you i, I was at the uh, psa super series uh final um yeah we, we spoke we spoke in the uh at media day very briefly but um oh yeah of, right. you probably you, yeah yeah that was in dubai um yeah in dubai sorry i remember yeah yeah yeah. Do, you do, yeah it was very very briefly but uh it was um i really enjoyed that and really enjoyed chatting with you today and uh, all the best, you. all the best in the Windy City. And I do, uh, I hope you can uh, get that uh, number one ranking and going forward. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's yeah. very kind. Well, thanks again to Camille for that. That was really, uh, really enjoyable. And uh, again, a great season she's having. Uh, she's got the Windy City Open uh, coming up. So wishing her all the best uh, in that event and for the rest of the season. And uh, we've got some great squash uh, ongoing also, uh, right now at the moment uh, in Canada. We've got to think we have the Canada Cup ongoing. I uh, haven't seen the results yet, but um, I'm going to take a look at those now. And also, uh, before we uh, close for today, I just want to congratulate Team Ontario, a stacked Team Ontario. I believe it was Mike McHugh, Nick Sackfee, and um, there was one other uh, top player playing for them, but they had a very strong team. 
and they, they won the Canadian Men's Provincial Team Championship. Uh, I've played in that event several times for Nova Scotia and uh, Newfoundland over, over the years. And uh, not sure what happened to Team Nova Scotia this time around. Uh, I think it was an eighth place finish. Normally we're right there in the middle, if not challenging for you know, a spot in fifth or fourth or fifth spot. So uh, time to step our game up, Nova Scotia, uh, for the next season, okay? And um, anyways, again, congrats to Team uh, Ontario on that win. And uh, just looking here at the Canada Cup draw, uh, I'm going to open that up here. There we go, Canada Cup, round one. Um, ah, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Now we're in, into the quarters now, and Tarek's on, on all. Uh, he, he's through. And uh, Maison Hishan playing Diego Elias. That'll be a cracker in the quarterfinal. Joel Macon, the legend, Joel Macon. Uh, taking on Mathieu Castanier, who uh, was just on the podcast. Maybe he'll have some karma and uh, pull off a little bit of an upset there. And then we have Daryl Selby probably going to be playing uh, Paul Cole, but you never know. There could be an upset there. Nicholas Mueller playing Paul. He's always capable of uh, pulling off some uh, fantastic squash uh, as well. So, yeah, lots of great squash uh, ongoing right now. But the Windy City is the big one coming up, so looking forward to that. And everyone, I hope you're playing uh, some deets and squash. I had a had a good week last week. Uh, apparently, uh, a top Div One player from Liverpool. He dropped by our club, and uh, had a had a pretty good uh, pretty good hit with him. Managed to to get a victory there. So uh, not bad for for an old fella. Anyhow, I hope your squash is going well too. And uh, talk to you soon. More podcasts coming up in the next week or so. Take care and have a great day. Goodbye now.